guys it's Kenzie welcome back to another episode so basically today we are talking about college experiences and I have a very special guest with us today want to introduce yourself hi guys I'm Nia yeah guys we have Nia on the podcast today if you guys follow me on social media or you are coming from my YouTube channel then you guys know who Nia is she's my bestie so today we are going to be talking about college and you know going into how we met our college experiences because we've had two very different ones this would be a great way to kind of ensure not introduce but like kind of talk about my college experience and kind of like introduce it to you guys before doing a whole separate video or not video this is definitely a podcast <laughs> or a whole other episode on it just about things that I'm not gonna go into in this episode but yeah so we're just gonna be talking about our college experience because again we've had two very different ones Nia is on her way to graduating and I am pretty much a college dropout without officially dropping out of college so but yeah I think we're just gonna get right into it so uh we wrote down like some key points that we want to talk about just so that we don't ramble which we're probably gonna do anyway but it is what it is so the first one is how we got to Richard Bland which is the college that we went to or that well I went to my freshman year I didn't go for sophomore year that's a whole different story but we met freshman year so we're just gonna talk about how we ended up there which is actually very weird now that I think about it because I don't know how the heck I ended up there like I, I was do. looking at all of these other schools somehow I ended up at Richard Bland yeah. so do you want to talk about your experience first or? yeah so basically <laughs> I, I didn't have like a dream school or anywhere I wanted to go. Like I knew I wanted to go to college. I just didn't know where I wanted to go. And so literally I was just like looking at the GPA I had in high school and I was like, colleges in Virginia I can get to with like a three whatever GPA I had. And so I was just applying to different places. Like, I applied to like ODU, James Madison. I was looking at Virginia Tech. Like, I don't know. I was just looking at random places to go. My dad was trying to help me and he was like, well, have you ever thought about going to community college? Which like, there's like a stigma around it. And I'm not even gonna lie. I like fell into the and I was like I don't want to go to community college like I need to go to a four-year school by the way that's like stupid like nobody cares like you end up graduating with a bachelor's degree if that's your goal anyways in the end or even an associate's degree like either way and so he found Richard Bland just like on Google and he was like well maybe you could apply here and like the thing is is like with me I was like I didn't want to stay home but I also didn't want to go far for school it was nice because Richard Bland had dorms and they had like a little dining hall which like <laughs> They weren't all that, okay? <laughs> but they had dorms and they had a dining hall and I was able to like stay on campus and it was like 45 minutes away from home. And like, even though I didn't have a car, I feel like that was like enough space. So that's how I ended up at Richard Bland was because of my dad. Yeah, so the way that I ended up at Richard Bland is the complete opposite of everything that she just said so i had a dream college i was originally like it was oregon state again if you guys don't know i did live in oregon for the second half of my junior year of high school through my senior year so i graduated from a school in oregon my school that i wanted to go to i wanted to go to oregon state and then it went from oregon state to um, christopher newport which is a school in virginia and those were the two schools that i was set on i was like i really want to go to one of these 
schools. One is very far away from home, but like close to like my grandma. And then the other one was like an hour and 30 minutes from like my parents' house. But in high school, I did not graduate with a good GPA. I think it was like a 2.9 or barely a 3.0. It was, it was very bad. And I can also talk about like my high school experience in a whole nother episode. I think that would be cool. And I was originally enrolled at Hampton University, which is a HBCU. And my mom was concerned. She was like, I think that's gonna be a huge culture shock for you. Like you grew up in predominantly white areas. Like you're not gonna know what to do with yourself. You're gonna be completely out of it. And I don't want that for you. Plus she would have had to take out a loan in her name and not just my name. So she would have been paying back my student loans. And she didn't wanna do that. And I get that. <laughs> so I ended up getting into Richard Bland and that's kind of how I ended up there. All of my other schools didn't pan out the way I wanted them to. And yeah, so Richard Bland fell into my lap and that's kind of how, how I ended up there. And it was, it was interesting to say the least. The next thing that we wrote down is just like how we became friends and how we met. And I think that that's also interesting in itself because mm -hmm. we, we met because we were sweet mates. We were in the same room and our roommates were absolutely sweet mates. That's what I should say. Yeah. They were just not. Like she said, we lived in a suite and like the rooms that we <laughs> lived in, like I'm not even gonna lie for college freshmen, they were nice. Like we had a kitchen, a sink, a stove, a fridge, a dishwasher. I feel like a dishwasher really was like. Yeah, that was Anyway, And so there were two bathrooms. And we had laundry. Like yeah, inside. laundry inside. Washer and dryer. Two machines, not just one machine that does both. <laughs> And so basically our room had four bedrooms. There were two singles on the outside. And then right next to those two singles was one room that had a double, so two beds inside. And so Kenzie was in one of the doubles on my side and I was in the single room and we all shared a bathroom. And then there was like three other girls on the other side, one in a single and one in a double. And they also shared a bathroom. So there were two bathrooms yeah. that three people, you know, shared. For a while, I didn't even have a roommate. She just wasn't there. I had a single, it was oh, practically yeah. a single. Nia and I met like the first on move-in day and we just kind of clicked. I don't know if it was because, well, like now looking back at it, we are literally basically the same person, which is scary. But I think it was also just because we are both kind of introverted at first. I don't know. It was just like, we didn't want to really be around the people that we were like in our suite. <laughs> no, we were, the com we were the same, like us two, and we were the complete opposite from the other ones. Yeah. And so. it was just like very interesting to say the least. But yeah, I just remember her dad and her stepmom coming to like give her something or to like see her after she moved in that night. Nia's stepmom was just kind of like that we were basically the same person and that they thought that we were gonna get along really well. And that's how we met and that's kind of how we clicked. We just kind of were in the same room together and just kind of hung out all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I think part of that was just because we didn't know anyone we really only knew each other it was one of those situations where like you literally i don't want to say you have to hang out with them because you have no one else to hang out with but that that's literally what it was because literally freshman year you don't know anyone except for the people that you live with so you pray to god that you get along with at least one of one them, of them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah so and luckily it worked in our favor because it's like this will be four years in August. in August yeah oh my gosh <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> but yeah so we're going on four years of friendship and we met freshman year the crazy thing is is Nia and I have never had an argument we've never fought I was like what is there arguing about <clears throat> we don't have the same taste in men no we don't we, I don't know yeah like we the, obviously don't get me wrong we have moments where we're like oh that guy's super attractive and like we'll agree but as far as guys that we would actually date we're like on two separate planets too <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> completely. Like, even when we spent every day together, I don't really think there were any problems. No, because we could still, like, get away if we needed to. I feel like we both still, like, could go to, like, our separate corners. Like, yeah. you know? I feel like there was one point. I don't know if it was, like, during the summer, like, the first summer or something. We were, like, really spending every day together. And we were probably like, maybe we need to, yeah. like... It was a lot of... Separate for a minute. And it wasn't, like, spending every day together because we were in the same room when we were at college. It was, like, yeah, it had to have been over the summertime. Like, we were choosing to spend all that time together. And it was yeah. just kind of like, okay, well, this has been great. <laughs> Literally. And it's just so weird to think about how, like, we went from spending, like, every day together to, like, barely seeing each other now. Oh, where have I been? I don't know. I feel like I, I, like, I low-key like haven't been here. I Yeah, I feel but like I have been, been at the same everywhere, time. but, like, nowhere at the same time. But, like, the only time I was gone was that one week and then this past weekend. But I think that those were the times that I was like, hey, we should hang out, and you weren't here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so. I would say our freshman year experience was very unique, considering how small the school is. And because it's, like, practically a community college except you can live on campus and there were only two dorms and they were also very small there were only three floors each which is like i feel like even still smaller than one normal dorm i feel like our freshman year experience was just so interesting because it's like there weren't really parties like inside anybody's dorms necessarily there weren't like any frats to go to or like any clubs because this was like in the petersburg yeah but like in the woods nowhere like there was nowhere to go like you could go to other people's dorms but it was for the most part just to like sit around and talk and like i feel like since you're like freshman and sophomore like no one was like really 21 so like i don't know if you're a stoner and you're on that route it's definitely the perfect place for you yeah that's for sure like that's kind of the vibe that's there yeah if you're not into that it really is like just kind of like just sitting around talking to people that you yeah i don't really know how to explain it but yeah, yeah that's pretty much it how it is because it was one of those places where it was like you literally have to make your own fun which <laughs> <laughs> sounds which now that we're saying it out loud i mean we said this before but that sounds like pitiful but like literally if you want to make it through the two years you have to make your own fun because like even when we did that it still was like boring not even gonna lie <laughs> yeah i don't honestly i don't know how we got through our freshman year and then obviously like we had you know covid hit mm. during like the very end of it like we went home for spring break and like just did go back yeah except for to get all of our stuff so i just feel like oh gosh that was just a whole nother experience in itself like going to school during covid was like and i'm sure a lot of you that are listening to this are like also probably in the same we're in the same boat not necessarily with college but mm. could be high school or whatever and just like having to go through school during a pandemic was terrible like you were at home all the time you didn't get to see any one yeah and it was just kind of like everybody was just stuck in their house for like four months yeah and trying to do school at home was just like a task because like i feel like i didn't have any space and i didn't have like the silence that i needed because like at school at some point like everybody's on the same page as you within like getting school work done so like there's a lot of silence at times and so i feel like when i was at home like i at first didn't really have my own space at home especially not for a desk because like my mom was working at home so she had her desk but then like she got a new desk so I got her old desk and so I finally had like a spot to kind of like set up shop and do homework but still like you know your family doesn't necessarily understand that you need quiet space to like get on zooms to do your homework and they're like in and out the background and they're like cooking and you can still hear them and like they're yelling at like the tv or like the games and like it was just oh my god it was a task with me it was like there are four people plus a cat 
that were in my household at the time. So I had my, at the time, I guess, so he was like six, like six seven. Mm-hmm. And so it's, oh my You're gosh. Her little brother. Yeah, my little brother. <laughs> and it's just like crazy to like think about that because like, oh my gosh, that was like three years ago. But either way, like, you know, he's running around the house screaming. He's being like, like a kid. And then we have- Because he's also going through COVID. Yeah. <laughs> being cooped up in the house all oh, day. Yeah, because they were also online for school. That was a whole, ooh boy. <laughs> and so like me personally, like my attention span- I can't do it. Like, I get so easily distracted. It's not even funny. I would be on my phone. I would do, like, a whole bunch of things that I shouldn't be doing while I was supposed to be doing homework. I just, I can't do it. That's why I like in-person classes. I like the feel of going to class and, like, going to school because Mm -hmm. it forces me to have to pay attention. Obviously, we all have those moments where we, like, sneak our phones out and text and do whatever while we're in class, whatever. But it's still, like, you're more focused in class than you would be at home. I also didn't have a desk. I had this round table. Do you remember that? Oh my that? gosh, that, yes. Like, I folded the other half down so that it could fit flat against my my wall. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I used as a desk. It was the smallest table. If I was using my laptop, I couldn't put anything else on that table. Oh my god. It was god. absolutely ridiculous, but I had to work with what I had. Yeah, and I feel like with a lot of these Zoom classes, because this is also the professor's first times, like, I'm pretty sure most of their first times, like, trying to teach a class, like, freaking accounting on Virtually, Zoom. yeah. And it was just, like, you practically ended up having to teach yourself, which was so hard, because, like, I'm trying to learn the subject for you, so I can't even teach myself it, so... It just made it really hard, but they did cut a lot of slack by like, you know, making classes pass fail, like, you know, making a lot of stuff open note, but some professors were still strict and they were like, no, we're still going to proctor your exams. Like there's nothing different, like blah, blah, blah. So it was just like, it just depend, it depended, depended. That's a word, right? Yeah. Yeah. It it depended on like the professor and like stuff like that. So, but yeah, going to school during COVID was hard. And then like that, that flip from being like around people all the time and going to classes to doing everything virtually and being stuck in a house. And I like, if you know me and you know my family, being stuck in that house and not <laughs> being able to leave at all or even really have your own space. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And at that time, like, I had my own room, but it was still like, it's just so much going on around me between the cat and then you have my brother <laughs> and, and my mom and my stepdad. And it was just like so much going on and like, random people that would just pop up and try to visit and it was just it it was just such a oh my god it was not a good environment for being an online student and obviously like I could have gone like to a library or Panera but also this was during COVID so no I couldn't have like I had to do everything in the house but I do know that some of my classes like the professor kind of made it like a work at your own pace thing just have everything done by the end of the semester and honestly I enjoyed that more than having to join like a zoom class because I was also I, I got a job during covid that was like my first ever job was during covid i was a sales associate at kohl's i hated that job i'm not even gonna lie with that job i was working during the week and then i would work on weekends like in the mornings and so i would have to give them this like elaborate schedule like oh well on tuesdays and thursdays i'm doing zooms from like one to like five and then like i can come in from like <laughs> six to eight I'm, i don't know oh, i like yeah. those work at your own pace classes i also will say with like covid classes i felt like i couldn't ask professors questions oh yeah like and professors didn't want to answer their emails either Oh my god, the bad. They were so bad at answering their emails. And you know what? Even so still, like being at my like four year college that I transferred to, they're still bad at answering emails. So don't think that'll change. That was another like really frustrating aspect with COVID is I felt like I couldn't really ask a question. I don't know how people do it. Like I can't, I can't do it. Yes, I like the leniency and being able, ooh, 
ooh, look at me using big words. <laughs> and being able to work at my own pace and just have everything due on one day. But at the same time, like I wanna be able to ask questions during class. Like I wanna be able to go to office hours and be like, hey, like I didn't really understand this that you talked about in class today. Like, can you help me like with X, Y, and Z? Yeah, that was pretty much like our freshman year through sophomore year and part of junior year, really. But I think it really st it started to lift up. Did you finish sophomore year? I failed sophomore year. That's just gonna be a whole separate video, but I will really briefly go over my sophomore year experience. I went to CNU, didn't turn out great. I had a lot happen that year, like a yeah. lot. And transferring to a new school during COVID and like not being able to meet anyone, not being able to- You were like, still on campus, weren't you? Yeah, and I still felt like I didn't meet anyone until I joined the sorority, which was still- Even then, cause you guys couldn't really do anything. Yeah, everything was on Zoom and yeah. like, it was just- Ooh, you should talk about that in another episode, your sorority experience. Cause it's oh, very different. Oh yeah. Cause like it was during COVID. It was just a very difficult year for me personally. Do you remember when I found out that I got into seeing you? <laughs> that was a day. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a day. That was so. We're not gonna get into that one. Long story short, there was just. A lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. Because <laughs> remember I thought I was gonna have to go to like the emergency <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom called and I just started crying. Yeah, and you were like, okay, I'll call you later. Because <laughs> you almost passed out in the kitchen. Oh my God, I almost hit my head on the counter. I just like, anyway. So yeah, it was just a very, it was a time. But what about you? What about your sophomore, junior year? Yeah, my sophomore year, I was still at Richard Bland, but it was like completely virtual. At least first semester, I did all of my classes online. But then second semester, I had this one professor who was like adamant on having our class in person. It was my accounting two class. Mind you, there were only like five people in the classroom, <laughs> including the professor and me. And so since it was a two-year school, you graduate after your sophomore year. So I got my associate's degree and I still had no idea where I wanted to go. And so I was just gonna like, my stepmom went to University of Richmond. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll apply there. And so I applied there. And then I also applied to William and Mary because my dad, once again. So University of Richmond waitlisted me and William and Mary accepted me. And they were the only two schools I applied to. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going there. And then my junior year, it was my first semester at William and Mary. And it was the first semester I think that everyone else was back on campus, I think. So fall 2021. And so thankfully I lived in a dorm with two other people who transferred and then one like foreign exchange student, she was from Scotland. And so we were kind of like all in the same boat of like not knowing what's going on on the campus, not knowing anybody. So it was kind of like a whole me and Kenzie situation again, where it was like, you know, we really only knew each other. And if we wanted to like get by for until we met people, we kind of had to get along which we did. That's kind of where me and Kenzie's paths diverged in our stories. Like I said, I went somewhere for, somewhere else for sophomore year. I was on academic suspension. I don't even know what to tell you about my junior year. It wasn't a, <laughs> it was not a good college experience. I mean, COVID threw a lot of people. It even threw like my stepbrother. He was a year younger than us. So his freshman year was the first COVID year. And he went to Bridgewater and he was like still on campus because he was on their soccer team. But I think the classes were still pretty much virtual. And so going from like high school school where he was in person to like a complete COVID like first year college experience like really threw him and so I'm not gonna like air his business out but he is like back in school doing fine now but it really did like throw a lot of people off balance and I definitely like intend to go back 
as far as like where we are now i'm still not in school but i am you know work a full-time job i'm a groomer and that's super super exciting i'll go back at some point but right now i'm just you know focusing on really figuring myself out because god knows i need to <laughs> and just kind of figuring out what i want to do because like i don't want to go back to school and waste all this money yeah i'm still figuring it out but you know i mean i can't complain as mm -hmm. of recently currently like i said i'm at william and mary finishing up my senior year i have one more semester which is crazy yeah graduating bachelor's in marketing and i was gonna go to grad school but for those of you that don't know grad school is expensive I'm gonna try and find a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my job journey the last year really felt like Trish from Austin and Allie. You had a new job every day. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of where we are now. We're and like she said, we like barely see each other. I feel like it's one of those friendships where like you don't have to see or talk every day to like be fine. Yeah. You know? And obviously like I'm just like, you know, a little insecure myself. That's a me issue, not a her issue. <laughs> and it's so funny because we'll talk about it and like I'll be like, Nia, like I feel like you're moving on with your life and like yada yada this. And she's like, Kenzie, please don't do this right now. <laughs> like yeah you know what you're right we're good and like again and i think this is like my no i don't think i know this is like my first friendship that i've had isn't toxic which is saying a lot and i think that's why we don't argue because like we're we handle situations in a mature fashion like neither one of us is immature about things see that's how you know i don't care that she doesn't like when people cry because i will call you crying yeah and she'll just be like she's gotten a lot better with dealing with me but like at first it was so funny because she really like Used to just very emotional. I cry all the time. I'm the biggest the cry time. baby. And I'm I, not. And that's why I wear waterproof mascara. Not because I'm scared that it's going to smudge off or wear off or like in the rain. It's mm -hmm. because I cry at any random moment and I still want to look good. But yeah, I say all of that to say that like, you know, we're still good. Even though we don't talk to each other every day, we don't see each other every day. And I feel like that's a healthy friendship. Like I feel like that also don't... just happens when you get older. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, like we're 21, 22. Yeah. And so, oh my God. I turned 23 this year. Ew. My MJ year. Ew. You know, oh someone said God. that like being in your mid 20s is like 23 to like. Like 25. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like as you get older, you don't need constant interaction mm -hmm. with your friends and stuff when you're in high school and stuff. Like I feel like it's a thing where you just need to see them every day. You need to talk every day. Like yeah. Snapchat. I forgot that app existed. Yeah. Like I don't even go on it anymore. I don't even open the app. Like sometimes I go in it to look at like my. Um, snapchat memories and stuff like that but i'm taking a snapchat right now oh my God. but that's kind of why i like be real as well because you just kind of see like oh this is what my friend's doing right now yeah and it's like it's not like a streak or anything like snapchat like you literally can just see what your friends are doing and yeah but as far as advice that i have and again i will get more into like my whole story in another episode i feel like everyone is just on their own path so like even though you might not be going the same pace as your friends or like the people around you like it's okay like everyone needs to go at their own pace and everyone kind of figures out what they want to do who they are who they want to be and like all of that stuff at different stages in their life like I'm 22 and I'm just now really I mean I'm young still some people find out at like 1920 some people don't find out until they're 35 you know it, everyone just does it at different stages in their life like I have family that are just now figuring it out and they're like in their 30s like it just takes time and everyone hat like works at their own pace college also is not for everyone 
one. Mm -hmm. Do not feel like you have to go. A lot of people take gap years. Like gap years are seen as like this treacherous like poor thing. It's really not. Just do what's best for you. And I think, like I said, everyone kind of experienced things differently and works at their own pace. And I think you just need to allow yourself to go at the pace that your body and your life is trying to tell you to go at instead of trying to force something that's not working. Like I said, my advice to everybody that's either going through something similar to what I'm going through is you're gonna be okay. You're gonna figure it out. It's just gonna take time. I have two pieces of advice. The first piece is I didn't really get into any clubs at Richard Bland. But when I got to William & Mary, I knew at like a bigger school like that, like truly the only way that I'll be able to like make any kind of like personal connections is if I join clubs. And so that would be my number one thing. I know everybody says it like seriously because I joined a club on campus called Essence Women of Color, especially at like a predominantly white institution. It's important to find people who are on the same team as you and who don't want to take you down but build you up. So I say that's one piece of advice is find people who are on the same wavelength as you, who have like similar interests or maybe they're in your same racial group or something like that, same religion group or something and find people who you have things in common with. Be friends with them. Get active in like the social scene, whether it's like a sorority or like a fraternity or like something like that. Speaking on the sorority <clears throat> part, if you are a woman of color, I definitely recommend, especially if like you've grown up in a predominantly white area and I wish I would have done this while I was at my school, join or at least look into the black sorority. And obviously this is not me saying you have to do that. I think it's a good idea and I wish I would have done that. I didn't join a sorority or anything. I've never been interested in that. So don't feel that you have to join a sorority or anything like that either. But my second piece of advice is, I don't know exactly how to like label it, but like I'd say that me and Kenzie are both definitely thrive off of like academic validation, whether it comes from like grades or like praise from professors, like good job on your project, like things like that. I'd say for me, transferring to an academically rigorous institution with people who are literally like cutthroat when it comes to school. I would say it's easy to get discouraged and it's like really hard transferring, especially coming from COVID where you felt like, I wouldn't say you felt spoon fed doing your work, but you really didn't feel like you were putting in that much effort to like learn. And then transferring to a school where it's like now in person and you're at this like really hard school and like stuff like that. It's not linear. Academic anything is not linear, whether it's like how long it takes you to finish your grades. Like you're not going to get all A's every single year. You're not going to be on the Dean's list every single year. And it's not the end of the world. Either way, you're going to end up with a job or doing something else. Like it's fine. So that's yeah, my advice. That's really good advice. Comparison. Don't do it. Like mm -hmm. I said, easier said than done, but just like try not to do it because it doesn't help you. That was kind of the end of like this episode. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. I'm Kenzie. This is the So Basically podcast and I will talk to you guys later.